It's really throwing me off. What do you mean? Your voice, like your voice, is way deeper. Yeah, it's weird. It's either your recording settings or like that new thing you put around it is like. It's oh, I've been I've been using this thing. I just maybe you guys didn't notice it before. Oh, your but your voice is your voice is more like. You must be recording. One of your settings must have your like bass like, yeah, altered or something. I've been taking steroids. <laughs> that would explain it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not doing anything different than I was doing last week. Weird. Yeah. It, yeah. Do, it definitely. Maybe sounds it could be because we're plugged into the computer. Oh. I don't know. So we're getting. It like could a, be your settings. Yeah. Your audio settings. Which I do like bass. That's probably what it is. Oh then. yeah, baby. You like that bass. It's all about that bass. About that. It's so bass. funny because I the, hate that the listeners, it won't sound that way to about them. That bass. <laughs> I'm sure your just voice crank will up sound the bass. Like, crank up the bass for that part. For just this whole just, section, and yeah. then like yeah. tune it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Gradual, That's doable. Gradual fade. To exactly. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Back to Back Films podcast, where we cover the things you never knew you wanted to know about movies. I'm your host Keith. This is Byron. And I'm Nicky Jakey here <laughs> to pleasure you with my sultry deep voice. I really wish they could hear what we're hearing right now because it is, it is like it's like the kind of voice you want to have like read stories to you at night. Yeah, is it like Chef from South Park? Um, kind of. Yeah, I mean it's definitely closer than your normal voice, to Chef. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, it is, children. <laughs> yes, it is, children. All right. Oh hi, children. I don't know how to do. It. <laughs> For a guy who's like a huge fan of South Park and, you know, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I am not an impersonator, though. Just a fan. You're not an Isaac Hayes impersonator? Yeah, well, yeah, I am an Isaac Hayes, but not a chef impersonator. <laughs> oh, but he's okay. the guy who voices chef. No, I could be the guy, just not the character. <laughs> <laughs> so you can sing like Isaac Hayes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our main topic this week is the erotic thriller genre brought to you by Byron. <laughs> it's perfect but, he took a drink right then I almost spat that out uh, it sounded like uh, a mattress ad or something like Byron mattresses yeah that's it. brought to you by Byron's erotica books yeah sponsored by Byron's erotic mattresses all and none of our mattresses are all water beds <laughs> holes that fit any size uh you can tell we take this very seriously here we're professional the back-to-back podcast yeah we are all right so our first film is bad timing released in 1980 uh a psychiatrist living in vienna enters a torrid relationship with a married woman when she ends up in the hospital from an overdose an inspector becomes set on discovering the demise of their affair 
Uh, Bad Timing is written by Yale Udoff and directed by Nicholas Rogue. It stars Art Garfunkel, Teresa Russell, and Harvey Keitel. Who puts on some weird-ass accent for this movie. <laughs> uh, our second film is Basic Instinct, released in 1992. A violent police detective investigates a brutal murder in which a manipulative and seductive novelist could be involved. Basic Instinct was written by Joe... Uh, is it Easterhaus? I feel like my thing like autocorrected it incorrectly or something. Uh, Joe Easterhaus or something like that. Sounds right, actually. Oh, here, I have it right here. Uh, Esther House. Esther House. I Esther knew it House. messed it up. Esther House. And directed by Paul Verhoeven. It stars Michael Douglas, Sharon Stone, George Zunza, and Jean, Jean Triplehorn, and Dennis Arndt. Jesus, I can't read today. All right. So this, this topic was actually brought to us by Byron. This is what you claim to be your favorite genre in film. I mean... So tell us about that. It's like thriller and erotic <laughs> thriller. I, you know, so I guess that's actually a perfect starting off point. I'll, I guess I'll just start off with like the history, a real brief history. Do um, it. It's super brief, but I guess. Well, actually, okay, but right before you do that, let's just let's just say let's establish what this genre is. Yeah. Okay. First, sweet. So, um, the erotic thriller is a subgenre of thriller, and mainly deals it's basically a thriller <laughs> with um elements that normally deal with like an illicit affair or in like an erotic fantasy so like say a character um has like sensual yearnings for someone and they fantasize about it and then the thriller aspect is like related to that there's like thrills in that yeah, usually yeah. yeah because it's forbidden yeah exactly it's, it's all about the like forbidden or like like illicit like you know like an affair like someone who's married is now seeing someone you know um yeah. you know uh so it's normally yeah. a little like naughty is, I love is, little is, naughty. Is, 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 <laughs> That's how I would describe Basic Instinct. It's yeah, just a little, a little naughty. Just yeah, a little, little naughty. naughty. <laughs> yeah. you, um, you don't see Michael Douglas hang dong or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, they almost named it uh, Basically Naughty. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would have been a better title. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that, that, that actually is like a more like a soft core title, which the 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 subgenre of erotic thriller is combined with softcore. Um, I mean, pretty much it's like softcore with like good acting. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if you were to do like that, I don't know, Venn diagram or whatever, the erotic thriller portion in the middle is what we're going to be talking about today. But on the outside of that, it would be, you know, just regular thriller, softcore, and then romance drama. Um, Oh yeah. And they're all, when you combine all those together, you basically get the erotic thriller because there's variations in the erotic thrillers and we cover that today. So with Basic Instinct, we have more of like the crime film war erotic thriller and then with Bad Timing, we have more of a psychological but also like drama um, mm-hmm. thriller, uh, erotic thriller aspect. It's So they're definitely different. One is... Um, more based uh in like 40s and 50s film noir 
um and then the other is definitely kind of its own beast <laughs> yeah it's it's nicholas rogue is what yeah it is. exactly it reminded me so much of don't look now just yeah like his style is very apparent it's very, yeah yeah and he's kind of underappreciated um but we can talk more about nicholas rogue in a sec um, for sure do the history so yeah so just real briefly um the erotic thriller basically started from just the regular film noir from the 40s and 50s you know you have the femme fatale you have um kind of the broody atmosphere um it normally centered around crime um there is forbidden love too and I forbidden mean, really love yeah it. exactly and sometimes the femme fatale is someone who is like the boss's hinch or the boss's like lady yeah. who falls for the good guy or um she's usually in a very like if you were to, like She's in this like restricted zone that if you do cross the line, you're yeah. dealing with someone big, and she could she could compromise her yeah. standing or her life or you know um, whatever that is. So there's it kind of started in the 40s and 50s, but it not explicit, and it wasn't until like the 60s when you had films like Valley of the Dolls and um, and uh, uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, I guess, and even films like hmm. from coming out of uh, Italy that like uh, like uh, Red Desert and these other films that were just becoming more erotic and and sensual, um, but they really weren't erotic thrillers because they were just touching on certain aspects of what makes an erotic thriller, and then like the softcore porn stuff um, started getting really popular, even hardcore pornography like Deep Throat. And um, uh, just a lot of um, pornographic films um, actually made it to the mainstream in the 60s and 70s. And because of all that, in the 80s, due to like the VCR boom, that's how the erotic thrillers like started. Um, so the, the, the first film to really kind of like make a wave that was, you know, that was that would be considered like an erotic thriller was called uh night moves and it came out in 1980 1990 actually um and that was the first like really big one um that was just all around like what you would call like the epitome of like an erotic thriller um but it was uh the film fatal attraction in 1987 that kind of started this wave of um of combining drama and romance and thriller <laughs> to make something um like the erotic thriller so in the 90s is kind of the big boom so there was over um 300 erotic thrillers that were made in the 1990s which is crazy whoa yeah um I love how Fatal Attraction is Michael Douglas still. Yeah, so Michael <laughs> Douglas is actually like, like uh, in a lot of erotic thrillers. Like, so he's in a movie called Disclosure with uh, Demi Moore. Um, he was in Fatal Attraction. He was in Basic Instinct. He was all the, also in um, A Perfect Murder, which came out quite a bit later, but it also has a lot of kind of that erotic um, thriller. Uh, vibe to it um hmm. he's kind of like one of the go-to <laughs> which is kind of funny because he's like 
goofy looking dude. Yeah, he's not like what you would picture like uh like picture Sharon Stone being attracted exactly, to. Exactly, yeah. But I think it he was kind of like a bad boy and right. I think that like plays into it a little bit um in a 90s way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like um yeah. And like the fantasy of you know of of that idea of like having like this not so great looking not that he's ugly or anything but he's kind of goofy looking you know yeah, but like yeah. the, the fantasy of that for all the dudes in the audience i think is right oh good you know. point yeah and that was another aspect of the erotic thriller is in the 80s um they really wanted to uh make films that both the men and the women were interested in seeing Mm-hmm. So that's why there was a lot more nudity um, on both the women's and the men's parts. So like a lot of the the men, you would see like shirtless, um, which isn't really nudity, but you'd see them shirtless. And then uh, uh, in the in the women would you know normally go topless. Um, that's real nudity, right? Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> uh, with uh, or like the backside or full frontal. Um, but you didn't even see like shirtless men that much, like even in the seventies and sixties um, in film. Uh, uh, it just wasn't like a thing, you know, in action movies. But it, you know, like <laughs> that's well, seventies is like when exploitation was like on the rise too. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of fits into that idea of exploitation. Yeah, so it wasn't. I mean, it was really because of like exploitation films and pornography really did kind of pave the way for like the nudity aspect, the softcore aspect of an erotic thriller. Um, and then because VHS and v- you know VCRs were so readily available in the 80s, it just, people that were interested in like the softcore stuff that didn't want to go to a theater to see it, they could just go to their, you know, rental house nearby and, and pick up the VCR or VHS version of that. And, um, it just made it way more, way more accessible to more people. Certainly, yeah. That definitely <laughs> helped with the rise of it. And then, yeah. like you said, like 70s, 60s and 70s is kind of this breakout from the 50s, right? The 50s was like conservative, kept yeah. it in the house. You know, everything was, everything had to be on the straight and narrow. People got tired of it. 60s and 70s were kind of that reaction to it. 80s was this weird time where like, because it was still pretty early on in like ratings and stuff too like yeah. you could get away with quite a bit of stuff and then you know the 80s was kind of like glam too yeah you know so it kind of fits into that idea and then obviously the 90s were just like it was almost just like i don't know i don't know the right term revolution or like again i guess another reaction of just like you know fuck your establishment yeah. you know we're gonna make we're gonna have sex is really gonna come to the forefront you know the weird thing about the 80s and the 90s like basic instinct when you see like the nudity is that it's very heterosexual um basic instinct has some lesbian undertones to it um but it's in the gaze of a a heterosexual male yeah. you know that's um, true the only time you think you do see him kiss is him watching yeah yeah so it's 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 very 80s slash early 90s in that sense because sex then uh you know if it's any if anything homosexual just be rated as 17 or just not released 
Um, I want to know how the hell they got away with so much with the ratings as it was, though, because Basic Instinct got away with a lot of stuff. They did, yeah. But I think it's because it's disguised in that like super heterosexual way, and I think in the mm-hmm. '80s under Ronald Reagan and the the the, the culture the, um, of that time, that's that that was okay. So like you were able to get away with more actual nudity because the man was being a man and the woman was just being a woman and and the the manly filmmaker who's making the film uh uh used that you know what i mean i don't know how to describe that very well but um it like fit into um values that that were shared at the time yeah uh, versus challenging those values where like a gay story would be like pushing against something but this was like hey you guys all agree with this you, mm-hmm. you, uh idea yeah that's a yeah. good point yeah because like even if the erotic thriller genre wasn't something that you'd be into it, it it'd be something that you would watch more than like a drama about two lesbians or you know what i mean like right in, in that era because it wasn't okay to do that in the 80s right <laughs> it's also one of those things too where everyone likes the noir thriller genre like yeah. even if you say you don't you definitely there's movies in like that you watch yeah. that you've seen that you like it's, that are in it's that so genre. like ingrained in it's so in ingrained. popular cinema wanna... like american cinema so yeah. ingrained hold on one second and yeah it's just it's weird and, and normally with these erotic thrillers, it's always a heterosexual relationship. Oh, totally, yeah. Like, right. they're, they're, you know, Wild Things, I think, came out, what was that, late 90s? I mean, up until recently, you know, yeah. any homosexual relationships were yeah. very much disregarded or or left for art house, left on the, yeah. left, you know what I mean, for people to find on their own or whatever, yeah. you know, it wasn't like... Right. You weren't gonna pop into can with like exactly. Now you have exactly. stuff like you know, call me by your name and fucking blue is the warmest color. Yeah, you know, really moonlight, really rocking like mm-hmm. you know the mainstream pretty much. I mean, even uh, broke back broke back mountain. mountain. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, um, right. That was yeah. a big one. Even milk. Well, you know, it was, it's a, like it's a bio. Oh yeah, yeah. But he happens to be gay and right. Um, but that was really that that caused a lot of controversy when it came out, and that wasn't that long ago. You know, that was mid two thousands. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting, um, because when you just deal with sex with American film, it's, it's so different than what it is with violence. And the interesting thing about the erotic thriller is that it combines both. So, um, Basic Instinct is a good example of that, where you have pretty gnarly violence, um, mixed with, mixed with the sex, uh, which wasn't really being done in mainstream cinema, um before the 70s um but in the 70s it was mainly exploitation movies or you know films like straw dogs or a clockwork orange or films that really um became known due to that right right <laughs> right uh, but they they both of those are in different genres um so that combination isn't quite the same i mean besides yeah i mean basic instinct is kind of quintessential yeah like erotic thriller, right? Yeah, I it's mean, like it's it's what like people think of maybe basic a fatal instinct attraction. and fatal attraction are probably the top two most like infamous, you know, erotic thrillers um, so then, out there. 
I guess what I'm curious about, because while I was watching this, I was wondering it too, is where does bad timing fit in? Because to me, it didn't really seem like an erotic thriller. But it was high on your list of ones that we should do. So I'm curious, like... Yeah. I don't um, know if Jacob felt the same way at all with this. Like, uh, It's not the the type of movie it is. It's not the first thing I think of when I think of erotic thriller. But I still think it is an erotic thriller. Because it is okay. a thriller still. There, It still has, like, the the crime aspect to it. Um, and you're also... Uh, information is held from the audience in the same way that happens in a thriller and it and it's intentionally chosen when to reveal that audience but i think uh the plotting of bad timing is where it feels less like a like an erotic thriller because like so many of these from my understanding of erotic thrillers like the plot is really important you know like the investigation or the like who that character relationships and all that stuff but in bad timing it's just kind of consistent throughout the whole thing you know what i mean like and it's like the audience is learning what is happening versus the characters are changing their relationships if if that makes any sense no for sure for sure that makes sense yeah uh i mean i picked the two because for me bad timing represents almost the opposite of what basic instinct does in the sense of Mm -hmm. Basic Instinct is definitely like a quintessential erotic thriller, whereas Bad Timing, it's an erotic thriller, but in a way that Nicholas Rogue's intentions for that movie come from something else entirely than what Paul Verhoeven was, you know? Um, Because he's using the camera, Nicholas Rogue is using the camera as as the actual like almost literal interpretation of seeing how a, the death of a relationship yeah which it's not maybe erotic but what we see in certain scenes and in, in the idea of what art garfunkel's character has of her is erotic because it's a fantasy because what he tries to push on her is his fantasy of her and that's he, fair she doesn't want to live that right and then mm-hmm. when she dolls herself up she's like i'm the new i'm i'm your um whatever her name was i forget uh uh i don't remember what her name is either um she's like i'm the you know i'm 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 the new model basically i'm your the one that you w- want mm-hmm. i'm not the one that i want to be and she's all crazy and it doesn't do him it it turns him off too and basically you you kind of like realize that he just kind of i mean he kind of he's like a fuck boy you know what i mean like (laughs) he really is he's like he um melena that's what her name is yeah elena elena Uh, no melena melena yeah yeah. um and so it's it's interesting but I, i i i knew that bad timing isn't it wouldn't be one that people would immediately think of as an erotic thriller. And that's why I wanted to pick it. Cause I wanted to pick two completely different types of erotic right. thrillers. I really wanted to do the piano teacher too, but that's such a favorite film of mine. I mean, it was in my top 10, um, no, it wasn't. I believe or top 12. Uh, cause <laughs> it, was my, it was on my honorable mentions. So that's what it was. Um, uh-huh. that, and we'll do Hannah K and it's one that we have to talk about. Um, and I, 
didn't want to necessarily pair it up with like a genre piece. You know what Dude, I mean? I, always, I never really sure. knew what the piano teacher was about, but it's a psycho thriller, really. Yeah, it's, it's even the the cover, like the <clears throat> excuse me, the poster looks like doesn't look like that. It it really has nothing to do with piano. I mean, that's just a like you know what I mean. Like it's a, it's a thriller. It's a psycho thriller for sure. Yeah, I, I'm reading that. Yeah, I mean, and it, it gets dark. It's really good. Anakin would be fun to touch on sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's 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 really good. But I just didn't want to have that. I didn't want to do piano teacher and bad timing, and I didn't want to do piano teacher and basic instinct. Hmm. You know what I mean? Right, like it right. just it. But so that's kind of why I picked bad timing. But um, I didn't also want to do like disclosure and basic instinct because then you're dealing with two Michael Douglas movies. Same with <laughs> you know what I mean, like. There's other ones we could have done, like Body Heat, but they're so similar to Basic Instinct in the sense of their plotting oh, yeah. and their ideas of of, of fantasy and of um, super um, super heterosexual. You know what I mean? Like um, mm-hmm. in, in the same ways. Whereas, I mean, there, bad there timing even, is, is is its own thing. It's so different. And I just found even it interesting. Like, homosexual erotic thrillers at all i mean i is Aubrey los hojos kind of yeah not really but sort of you know what i mean but there's also like you know you could even oh, almost... i'm sorry not not Aubrey los hojos bad education yeah that's what i'm thinking uh oh yeah but you can also even say like bad education i guess for like, me it's like how much does it have to be a ro- how much it's not really that erotic that's the thing but I don't think it has to be erotic, because it just has to deal with an illicit affair or a right of an erotic fantasy. I don't think the film itself has to be erotic. In that case, I I bad education by that definition, I would say it totally is an erotic thriller because like that I think whole it could, movie I think is it, about fantasy. I think it could, and that, uh, Pedro Almodovar is one of my favorite film directors. So maybe that says a lot about why yeah. I like his shit. Cause it does <laughs> yeah, exactly. have, it does have that very, um, romantic kind of erotic feel to it. I mean, he did the movie called, uh, um, uh, the skin I live in that has, um, erotic eroticism in it. And same with live flesh. And, um, all of his films deal with like obsession, which a lot of th- a lot ero- a lot of erotic thrillers have um, in there. Um, yeah, I would definitely classify almost almost so, all of his movies as erotic thrillers. This is interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a but though it's not conventionally like when when you think of an erotic thriller, my brain goes immediately to fatal attraction exactly those kinds of movies i think i like the idea that it it is this like larger genre that fits into all like all these other types of movies fit into it as just like thrillers with fantasy erotic fantasies or eroticism and i think that's a that's that's cool to 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 open it up like that yeah because we're also right now we're opening it up to international filmmakers because if you just went with american erotic thrillers then we would basically only be stuck with unfaithful disclosure basic instinct body heat wild Anything things by michael douglas <laughs> you know what i mean like like yeah. we, we, we'd be seeing the 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 same type you know wild orchid um uh 
you know, it's the same type of, of erotic thrillers. Whereas yeah. if you open it up wider, we could put in these other guys that that even if you like typed in erotic thrillers, you might not actually get. But um, some of the ones I looked up, I said, you know, top or best, you know, yeah. um, erotic thrillers. I mean, The Handmaiden that came out in 2016 by Park Chan Wook, who did Old Boy. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That's a considered a, an erotic thriller. Um, yeah, that's actually on this list. I was yeah. going to bring up. So this is a BFI curated list, um, which, if you don't know, is British Film Institute. Top ten uh, LGBT thrillers, hmm. and um, Handmaiden is on here. But also, what's on here? The first thing that pops up because it's in chronological order is Rope. Rope. Wow, yeah. And we did that say that sense. when we talked about Rope. I remember that we we mentioned that there's a lot of, like, homosexual undertones Yeah, that, that, that one character is very, yeah. like... Yeah. yeah. Even though it's not explicit, it's, like, no, it's yeah. it's there. Um, Dog Day Afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruising. Both Al Pacino films. The, In, for- yeah. the Fourth Man, also directed by Verhoeven. Um, the Crying Game. Yep. And these are all LGBT, remember. Uh, Bound by the Wachowskis, which is interesting. Also, this is just a quick side note about the Wachowskis. I heard recently, and I've never watched it through this lens, but if you rewatch The Matrix, it's actually... Some people were theorizing or analyzing that it's actually like this kind of explosive metaphor, for lack of a better term, for like that community or kind of like the... Mm maybe the lgbt maybe some kink the trans like yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of like subversive community yeah because of the way that they dress and what they do with like the underground clubs and like the way it's just i don't know you kind of jack into it like yeah. <clears throat> it, it's if you rewatch it kind of with this lens and then realizing that they both became you know yeah. are women they're now, both women now yeah then it kind of opens up sort of this like other discussion. Yeah. Like they were just like yeah, screaming was- in this really popular movie about like these like themes, I guess. That's, that's really interesting. Cause in, in my, I don't know if this is true or not. So I might just be making shit up, but in in my head, a lot of LGBTQ people are into anime. Uh, and, I, and since Ma- the matrix has such an anime is influenced so heavily by anime, maybe, it's no coincidence that they look like that. You, you know what I mean? Um, well, for sure, yeah. And I think, I mean... You know what I mean? Like, the styles are taken from anime, maybe from LGBTQ But if you think about, people. like, like the leather, tight leather suits and kind of that bondage look, I mean, almost literally, when they go to one of the clubs, it is like a, a, a kink club. Like look a at Lady club. Gaga. Yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga, when she got big, when she was famous, that's what she wore. She wore stuff like that. And mm. those were the clubs that she played in when she got big. She right, played yeah. almost exclusively in gay clubs. Right, and, and a lot, just, you know, yeah. and it's just like it's just what happens. Like, and people even like thought she was a dude for like mm. they oh she yeah, was that's a transsexual. True. There's like a whole rumor. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So, I remember that. that was and crazy. like that's just it's just how some of those things occurred where you would meet people when you wanted to meet people when there's no other way to do it. You yeah. just go to places like that. Right. So then that applies to the matrix and kind of the underground dancing that they do like in the cave. Yeah. Like the the club, and like, yeah. There's just like this lot. You start to think about it. You're like, damn dude, if that's actually like, I mean, it's decently likely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, filmmakers yeah. love to throw in yeah. themes and, and subversive it, it, undertones. They're very right? smart. Like, 
the Wachowskis like, <clears throat> or they, subtext. You know, yeah, they they, they know what they're doing exactly. So, so, so just I kind of want to rewatch the Matrix just with that lens because yeah. maybe it was this like crazy, you know, millennium fucking outcry of yeah. people who were going through their own yeah. transitionary periods, but in a time where that wasn't as accepted. Yeah. So they made right. a film to kind of express that, but it's just it's e- interesting. Even in the plotting of the movie like the whole idea of they're rebelling against the the system and they're like just like the whole idea that they are breaking out and like they're exactly. after truth you know exactly. what i mean like they're yeah like uh like all the humans are in the closet and they're like letting out like that's totally yep. a stretch yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that idea of like le- letting people be themselves versus being shoved down into like the exactly. system yeah. you know what i mean and then who's out to get them? Well, it's the G-Man, the government agent, quote yeah. unquote, the guy yeah. who looks like you know in a black suit the, with sunglasses. And the yeah. lady in red, right, or the exactly. woman in red, or whatever. She she ended up. She's not. She's kind of a bad guy, right? Yeah, she's kind of yeah. a red herring too. And, and she's like very sexualized in that like heterosexual way. Yeah. And oh, good point. If it, yeah. She ends up being bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or she ends up being she's, trouble. She's for not really him. like yeah. anything though. She's she kind was of a created bait. by a a dude. Like just as like a program. Oh yeah, that's right. For sure, but just, it's still yeah. kind of it still kind of adds there adds to it a little bit. Right. Um, so the other on this list is Mulholland Drive. Right. Uh, Stranger yeah, by the Lake. Uh, Tom at the farm, and then The Handmaiden at the end. There. Oh, cool. So these are it's a really interesting list. Yeah, so yeah. so there are hmm. some. You know, it touches on it. It's just not as obviously common. I think in a lot of films today, too, when it comes with, like, for homosexual-based plots, I think a lot of people are focusing on dramas more right now. Yeah, like Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, as opposed to the thriller. Like the actual, like, day-by-day, real-life sort of drama. Well, the interesting thing about the thriller part is when you combine the thriller aspect, it normally, like you said, is related to the crime or film noir genres. So... It's tough to start adding crime with homosexuality because right. it's it's a dangerous thing to thread on because you could intentionally or unintentionally um, say crime is led because of homosexuality or right. homosexuality leads to crime or whatever, which, you know, obviously isn't the case. Um, but in movies that were made in the 70s and 80s, you could kind of see that that that's right. that's the 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 type that they were viewing it homosexuality through that lens um so that's probably why we don't see a lot of erotic thrillers now when it comes to hom- like homosexual erotic thrillers or anything because it feels like a step backwards a little bit yeah yeah and it, it, yeah. it it's 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 it'd be hard to to make you know one now that would be like, because yeah. you could just easily dismiss it, be like, oh, it's two, two gay guys or two gay women. Um, they did that because they're gay. They, he killed yeah. her because he's gay, well, you know, which is yeah, like so like feeds wrong. Into that, yeah. Yeah. It feeds into that stereotype where like gays are just like sexual addicts. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of filmmakers are just pushing against that stereotype now yeah and being like hey we can have a true relationship or or not a true relationship like we can just have our high school you know like call me by your name like our high school fling you know what i mean yeah yeah. even though that's a little more than just high school fling uh but uh (laughs) but yeah it's it's cool it's cool i like it 
So, one thing I'm also curious about too is, and this came up with my uh, thoughts about bad timing because I still struggle to see bad timing as an erotic thriller, and I, I, I guess the term erotic is what's really, what throws me off because there was nothing erotic about that movie. It doesn't have to be though. But that, but I get that. I get, oh, okay. I get what you're okay. saying. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. you're saying cool. that. But I'm saying I'm struggling to overcome right. that thought right. process. No, I, I, um, I just it, <laughs> I when, I, when I hear erotic, I expect it. To, you want the, like you, you kind of think of the film as being erotic to you, right? Yeah, like it should be, or or, it or should, the film itself, or it should should it make is, you feel hot, and like present. the clay scene in Ghost. <laughs> Basically, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> um, uh, like the. I guess when if there is sex, I would expect it to be erotic. Like I would expect oh, okay. as part of it. Like yeah. there's danger in the eroticism almost, yeah, but yeah. the it's not right. like when they are having sex, it's like not gross. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas bad timing, it's kind of the opposite of that. Um so what I'm curious about though too is how much sex needs to be in a film for it to kind of fit into the genre, in your guys' opinion. Because basic point. instinct is like, you know, every three it's, scenes is yeah, someone there's, def- screwing. Define what you mean. So like a scene where they're banging, like where their their naked <laughs> bodies are going for it, or or sex I mean, is in like implied sex. You know, like it, it could be like, imp- uh, well, for instance, basic the claymation does... scene in Ghost. Would that be <clears throat> sex to you? No. Not, or the pot. I'm sorry, not claymation. The Potter scene. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. but no, I don't think so. And even in Basic Instinct, I think they did skip over. I think there was one so of those you, one of those cuts where it's like cut to them, you know, already finished, wrapped up in a sheet type of thing or but whatever. It, but that movie never makes you want them to be together. No, you know what I mean. But no, but the sex is not like off putting. Whereas in Bad Timing, no. he fucking has sex with her while she's yeah fucking unconscious uh, yeah. yeah but there's a lot of like, sex oh, scenes deed. before that though where they're like messing I mean, around in bed or you can tell that it's like after or before but those, that's like what jacob's getting at with the implication of it okay. as opposed to okay. what yeah. so, so you're really asking know. like straight up like I'm, sex. i don't know maybe i i don't know how to specify the question because yeah. i'm not 100 percent sure so <laughs> can you have a super like or an erotic thriller and have all the sex be implied i mean i guess I think yeah could. i think you could Probably. I think like in the mood for love, if it had more thriller aspects, that could be like an erotic thriller because it's it's an erotic film, but you don't have any sex in it. Yeah, but if you added point. like a thriller aspect too inside in the mood for love, then you could maybe have more of like an erotic thriller. You know, I wouldn't call in the mood for love erotic though, really either. I think it's kind I call of erotic. It romantic. Yeah, erotic I, I kind implies, of agree with Keith. On I guess that. that's true. That's true. Like, that's true. We're gonna rip the clothes off and fucking hammer this out right more now. lust whereas romance is like yeah romance is like the lead up where like, okay so i guess yeah that makes sense you know it's like the that's a good point and and that's i think well, i think to answer the ghost thing too that's romance that's not yes but it's but just, it's also it's just about to say that but actually. it's also that's like funny. sensual though the, cl- the claymation it's sensual is essential sure. but it's not oh it's totally it's it's erotic but it comes from it's a ero- romantic yeah. place you know what I mean? It's start, it yeah. is because of the romance it's, versus it's, it's, it is erotic, bad instinct. But it's through is erotic it, yeah. and erotic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's erotic through the sensuality romance. It's not erotic because it's like 
hot and heavy. <laughs> I think I think you could have a let's just call it a dry erotic thriller, like a sexless one. <laughs> uh, I think you could have that, but I don't know if it would be as good. Uh, I think when you watch erotic thrillers, I think you kind of want to either have some sex in it or at least like in bad timing timing be challenged by the idea of sex uh yeah. you know i'm thinking like clockwork orange like the beginning is a very challenging part of the movie and it kicks off that way you know uh and then it goes into other like non-erotic territory but it kind of feels like an erotic thriller when you start you know because it, it's about sex and it's thrilling it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be comfortable or right. You, right. you know what I mean? Like a yeah. thriller can make you like hate something or like fantasize about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, For sure. Yeah. And I don't think that there's like some line either where it's like, no. Oh, there's gotta be at least three sex scenes in the movie. Yeah. And now it's a erotic. <laughs> right. It's like, it's mostly the feeling you get from it. Right. Well, cause like gone yeah. girl, gone girl, could be considered an oh, yeah. erotic thriller, you that's know, and, and, and that's that good. that's kind of touching more, I think, on what I'm trying to get yeah, at, like where you could where, maybe. There's really not a lot of sexies in that movie, which also, do, you I know, mean, it's, it's 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 like there's kind of a spike of erotic thriller, but I wouldn't call it an overall. It's erotic not thriller. like full blown. Yeah, it's not it's like just kind of like the new erotic thriller by David Fincher. It's like he's <laughs> like his subplot is sort of this erotic thriller, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but you are dealing with these like constructs of of relationships and fantasies of what the what Ben Affleck his fantasy of what his life with her would have been or you know what I mean like what it was supposed to have been and vice versa and her idea of what that relationship was and and just how that's right subverted um but yeah it's it's not yeah it, it touches on stuff but there's a lot of films that are like that what, which are kind of cool what about like like perfect blue uh you know it's obviously a thriller and it's kind of an erotic thriller but it's sort of not at the same time yeah it's like it's, it's like a psycho i don't think i got any eroticism it's like a it, psycho though. but it does have a little bit because well, the main it's like, like her sex you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah like she's not allowed to have sex you know what i mean uh because she's like pop star or whatever and then she starts doing all this really erotic film parts so it's psychological but in 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 its content there's a lot of eroticism in it, you know. Yeah, because I mean? yeah, like the there, there's a there's nudity and stuff in there. Um, yeah, that's and she's true. like banging actors, you know. She's like getting raped on the. Yeah, I guess that's but that's again that comes back around to it's sort of like a, a subplot or like a scene that ends up having or being an erotic thriller scene, but it's not. The movie overall is not that. It's just something that might affect the plot. You know what I mean? Any of you, yeah, you could tough... even argue that it's not even erotic either. So, like, here, like, what you're saying earlier is, like, illicit romance or erotic fantasy. And when you think about that, okay, you know, basic instinct hits on both of those, right? It sort of starts out with this yeah. sort of, like, they're playful with each other in their eyes or whatever. Yeah. And then it kind of is like, we shouldn't really touch on that. Plus, he's got the other chick kind of, like... Yeah they've had this past and they're yeah. kind of doing it. But See, but then, bad timing is just like that too. But bad timing, and that's what I'm saying, I can kind of, I can agree that on a certain level if you were to analyze or describe bad timing, yeah. you know, yeah, it is sort of his, it sort of starts as this weird Alyssa romance because she's still kind of like Because she's married to that guy. Dude, married but to a guy. she's also seeing other dudes. seeing other dudes, dating this right. guy. 
And then right. he kind of builds her into sort of yeah. what he wants. So his quote erotic fantasy, yeah. even to the point of where she's passed out and yeah. he's, he takes advantage of her. Actually, that's not advantage. That's, no, she he rapes her. I, yeah. sh- I shouldn't. I shouldn't uh, sugarcoat that at all. Um, so you kind of get that. Where so yeah, in that sense, you could call it an erotic thriller. Even though I personally didn't get an erotic vibe from it. Uh, and I that I guess, but it's erotic to him. It, well, yeah, you know sure, I mean? sure, like, sure. Which is interesting. But I guess uh, what I struggle with is like I guess it really needs to have something like an like erotic fantasy is a big part to what mm. makes it the erotic thriller, right? Like there's something about it that's like it's fantastical. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not normal. It's yeah. it's you know extraordinary. You know, like it's it's something. You fantasize yeah. about it. I mean, that's the, yeah, right. the, the, the definition of the word. So, like, I don't know. I, I was just curious. It, maybe it's possible that it doesn't need to have any sex, and maybe you have a super erotic thriller. But then, yeah, where does the yeah, line? Where's the line for romance in that yeah. too? You know, yeah. is it a romantic thriller? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I think this is an interesting conversation because it's we're trying to define a genre, and I, I think that what, what we can conclude from this is that. Uh, genres are created after the fact you know they're a label Pretty that much. you stamp on the movie more more often than not uh there's obviously genre filmmakers that that intentionally go for a genre um but genres are just a way to sell a film you know what i mean That's like true. it's an easy way to like say what your film is um we also kind of have a need as humans to categorize things a lot yeah and to categorize yeah, yeah. and like some of these movies like they might not make you feel erotic like what keep the saying but it really just comes down to like, would you classify this as erotic? Well, there's a rape in it, and it's about a guy who is wants to be erotically involved with a woman. That sounds like an erotic thriller. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but, exactly. You know, what he else would it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I mean, because he's it's a lot of what we see is his fantasy of her. And I suppose know? there right. are yeah. a subset of people who watch this movie who legitimately are into yeah. that fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, and so for them, it is truly an erotic and, fantasy. And what's interesting about it is, is Nicholas Rogue made this movie. He ended up being romantically involved with the main actress, um, uh, but his in- <laughs> his intention his intentions his intentions for the movie weren't to satisfy pervs you know what i mean he's really trying right. to he's really trying to say something um about the about the relation like about our relationships and the death of relationship and how sex is in a way death could be you know what i mean yeah um which is really fascinating yeah. <laughs> um, it's weird it's it's definitely a weird Thing. And it's not the only weird thing that happened with this movie. With, yeah, with the uh, with the, the uh, like the Art Garfunkel thing. With did you guys not read about that? Wait, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I did. Wait, wait, wait. Go, with bad timing. More. Yeah, no. What about it? Um, his girlfriend, long-term girlfriend, committed suicide during the production of this oh, movie. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is well, yeah. Considering it, the movie is about a yeah. that's like what the movie like that's like what he's acting. You know what I mean? He's like acting weird. that, and, and to a certain to a certain degree. 
you know because like she basically tries to commit suicide there yeah yeah and like yeah yeah that's crazy i did know that i forgot about that whole aspect of the movie damn I didn't know. I didn't look into the. I, I this time around, I didn't look into. That's right. Because the, the first time I backstory of the movie. saw the movie, I was so like entranced by how it was made and everything that I read all about it. I totally forgot about that. Shit. Yeah, Art Art Garfunkel. He's a weird guy. <laughs> his name, <laughs> considering his name, it's not. It's, yeah, it's pretty obvious. I know he has a great name. <laughs> also, just like he's so goofy in this movie. Like his hair is just. Yeah so out of control the whole movie but that's pretty relevant uh what else you got do you have anything else um, kind of on the docket man i got a, just random stuff i mean i guess i have some examples of like other erotic thrillers that like you know like perfume that we talked about earlier could be kind of considered like a you yeah know, a romance or a erotic thriller that's a great example of a movie that doesn't have sex that is kind of it could be an erotic thriller you yeah. know what i mean because it's about the because he's like smelling them because it's, it's sort really of erotic a sort of sexual sexualization yeah of yeah uh, and then another one it that, doesn't make me feel hot though you know what i mean like no, yeah. basic instinct is like whoa like, yeah this is this isn't bad you know what i mean like uh, nine, but like, yeah hmm um eyes wide shut is considered like an erotic yeah thriller. that one's obvious though like yeah he literally spends like 10 minutes walking through an orgy yeah like. but <laughs> but the erotic part of that movie though is really like the idea that he could be getting away with these things the temptation yeah the temptation but also yeah. that may not have actually have existed because it could just be all a fantasy which yeah, Keith, in itself is erotic i i don't Honestly, I don't see how Eyes Wide Shot it fits into your mold of erotic thriller at all. What do you that mean? you were talking about earlier? I don't. I don't see how that one fits in. And what do you mean? Like, did it uh, elicit erotic, uh, you know, feelings in you? Like when you watch it, like it just it, it doesn't seem like it's that kind of movie. You know what I mean? I would say that during, especially during like the last sequence of the movie, that it was definitely supposed to be like erotic. Like it was, there was like a sensuality to what was going on and a forbidden sort of sensuality, I guess, or illicit. I wouldn't call it illicit romance, but an erotic fantasy, I guess. See, for romance. me, I view Eyes Wide Shut in the same way I view Bad Timing. Because same. it's because I, I, I look at these things that are happening that that tom cruise is experiencing and it, it may not even have actually have ever happened you know it's all in his head and 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 when you look at the lighting and the way he 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 he's you know lighting these certain scenes and sydney pollock is tapping the pool table on that scene where they're talking about um what went on um and it's the same way that he's tapping in the in the uh the chamber there um uh with all the naked women and the masked guys he's tapping the pool table just like the guy is tapping his staff and and you're like wait a minute is he are these actually happening at the same time like there's so many ways you can read eyes wide shut that i'm not reading that movie as like that everything that i see actually happened so i'm not seeing like 
the eroticism of it the same way as bad timing is like some of the stuff that we see is through the lens of either him or her so we're not actually maybe seeing the truth of what actually happened right but what the camera who is literally the literal uh thing that we're seeing this is it the camera is basically showing us death you know what i mean death of this relationship it's, it's super weird but i that's why i find both of them similar in the sense that they're not the film isn't about like erotically charging you know what i mean but then that makes it not an erotic thriller no 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 see no see that's why i disagree because it the the ideas of the films deal with eroticism to the characters but not necessarily to the viewer i don't think erotic thrillers have to be erotic to the viewer it just has to deal with eroticism whether it's with the characters or um uh even just just themes in general that's kind of like a fine line there i don't know i don't Because like an action movie, like I'm not experiencing any any sort of action when I'm watching an action movie, but the characters are. No, you're experiencing the thrill of the action movie, though. Like the, the action movie is designed to pump your adrenaline and get you going, which is also it happens to be what the characters. Yeah, but you're not experiencing action. But thrillers, yeah, you. Experience but you're not thrills. experiencing sex either when you're watching an erotic thriller. No. Unless you're jerking off to it, I guess, while you're watching it, <laughs> or Which having sex. I'm sure a lot of people have. It, I guess, like, <laughs> so I don't. It's not. That's not about the experience, and I also don't think that whether or not the reality of the movie, or whether the movie actually happened in the terms of the plot, I don't think that's relevant at all. Not necessarily. No. No, I don't think that that I, whether or not Eyes Wide Shut actually happened in, in or was his whole mind is entirely irrelevant to whether it's an erotic thriller. It's no, no, yeah, not to an elements. erotic thriller, but I just see, I don't see how that's erotic to me. It doesn't bring anything erotic to me. When, I, when I'm when i looking at the movie, Kubrick isn't trying to get me, get me erotically charged because he's actually interested in doing something far from that. He didn't have that orgy scene to get anybody, like, to get, like, an erotic thrill from that. He's doing that because of, a, of, 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 a, of ideas that he has in his head that, are are making like Tom Cruise is experiencing this or is it something that he's fantasizing about through another experience that we see him in the movie and that's the same way Nicholas Rogue does in Bad Timing is he puts these characters in these scenes that may have not happened the way we see them as viewers um and that's why there's nothing really erotically charging about Bad Timing because he's not interested in having us be at all erotically thrilled or stimulated or anything in those movies that's why to me they're very similar whereas basic instinct paul verhoeven is is showing nipples and 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 you know naked bodies to get us erotically charged um and 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 we're also we're also seeing people respond to the eroticism so like we see michael douglas like be aroused we see newman or whatever the hell that guy's character a name well, he, actor name is yeah we see him like ooh, you know what i mean like as she's like you know spraying her legs you know yeah. but in bad timing and in uh some of these other erotic movies um we don't necessarily see people responding in like like 
we don't see like the sweat on their face or like them blush or yeah. you know that that kind of response that you you give but in basic instinct it's like all yeah. in there i mean tom cruise when he's walking around that orgy it's not like you see him pop a boner or anything you know what i mean he's not right he's he's curious he's looking around um but there's this whole other this there's a whole other stuff going on with that movie and same with bad timing um yeah, it, it seems like it's, they're it's like not, not even. He, he's not even into it. The, almost. Yeah, the filmmakers are not interested in in making a movie that is going to erotically charge you at all. They're they're in they're 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 far more um, intelligent than that. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I think I don't know. I the more I talk about this, the more I think I just actually disagree with you more and more i don't know if bad timing is actually even an erotic thriller because i think there does have to be some sense of wanting to elicit eroticism but it doesn't even say in that the in, the, movie. in the in the definition of what, what an erotic thriller is you know no the, but the point is is elicit romance and erotic fantasy but when i think about like even eyes wide shut versus bad timing i think to some level Kubrick was trying to elicit the sexual fantasies because that was a point he was trying to make. So he was he was using those feelings to like, you know, make a statement. Whereas bad timing, I think but his statement isn't romantic. I'm not saying it has to yeah. be. I'm saying he's evoking the feelings to make a statement that it, I'm where that's you're implying that I'm saying erotic make means positive i'm not saying that i'm saying like in basic instinct they're evoking the erotic right nature right, right. but it's all towards a negative thing it's all towards the murder and right. the, the deceit um whereas bad timing i think is more of a psycho thriller and with some elements of fantasy but i don't i don't know if, if i can really go all the way and say that it's like erotic fantasy because it because it's about a, a rape because it's 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 in this guy's head and he's not um I don't know I guess I'm trying to trying to I'm trying to understand I mean, what you're you saying probably Keith, I think say, I just disagree with you I mean and you and that's fine and I you know take don't look now for an example I would say that's probably more erotic than um bad timing in bad timing though there is a lot of eroticism like in the flashbacks and and stuff like that's all like pretty erotic stuff. did i just like miss something while they're like home the movie? they're like whole like, morocco trip and yeah you know. like they do some pretty pretty erotic looking the thing, the thing is soft core stuff Nic Nic nicholas rogue constructs his film in such a way that it disguises the film as anything that you'll see paul verhoven or any other erotic thriller because he's not interested in evoking the sort of response that you would get watching those other films he's more interested in doing something like what kubrick's doing he's using that genre or whatever to say something completely different than than what like Paul Verhoeven is, but they're both to me equally as erotic thrillers because they both deal with basically the same themes. Just the idea of the 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 it's like clothes, it's like right? An it's, like, it's like a suit. It's like it's like a suit. And I mean, anti-erotic is makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, in a way it is. But I think but that's it's still, still but that's still, still it's still an erotic, erotic thriller. thriller. Like an anti-western is still a fucking western. Well, yeah, I mean, yes. I guess. Like, 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 what, what's his fate? Um, 
High Plains Drifter is it's an anti Western, but it's a fucking Western. In the Mood for Love like, is an anti romance, still a romance. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's well, I guess in that sense, okay, maybe I don't necessarily think anti erotic then, because in that sense, what I'm trying to get at here is that with your comparison to Eyes Wide Shut, is that Eyes Wide Shut evokes the eroticism to subvert it to make its point. Bad timing does not evoke eroticism to make its point. It's, it's, it's just showing the degradation of a relationship which happens to have these elements because of, I see what, you're of saying. what he does. I, I totally see what you're saying. I guess the only difference is there's nothing to, about Eyes Wide Shut to me that's like that evokes like eroticism to me when it comes I mean, to fair like, enough, fair like, enough. Like, like, like I mean what I'm seeing is like hot. It's like hot, right? Like I mean the orgy and stuff is like but it's not for me personally. Like, you know what I mean? It's not personally to me. Like, it's not. Erotic. I don't know. What, I don't know what you mean because I have never been around you watching that movie, and I don't know if I ever will. But you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, 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 it's like your favorite movie. Of like, like, it's all not. Time. Like, it's not. Like, it's not. It doesn't. When I see the like the orgy sequence, it doesn't. Ev- nothing erotic. It doesn't evoke any eroticism in me. Um, what I'm seeing on screen, in itself can be erotic just as if you see like an erotic piece of art but you're also someone but, who watches a movie and is not necessarily affected by a movie on an emotional level right either. right right and generally i'm not either yeah but i can still recognize like i think he was trying to evoke some level of eroticism okay, I see what you're saying. with it yeah and by doing so subverting because it's not right. supposed to be it's almost like Shame on you! You shouldn't have been. You know. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, it I, is I, like that. I yeah. dangled the carrot, yeah. and you yeah. ate the kid. You went for it. You know what I mean? Right. And he's kind of like shame but on it's you. It's the same but, way that that orgy sequence can be viewed the same way as that rape sequence because there are going to be guys that I are going to be. But I just can't. I don't but, know. But there. But that's because you're not into rape. You no, know what but, I mean? But <laughs> even beyond that, I would. I feel like I'd still be able to recognize whether or not there was supposed to be some erotic like right. level to it. It's like with bad education too. Like there might it. It's the same thing where. The sex that does happen, which is like what right at the beginning, and I think that's the only time, right? If yeah, I remember correctly, it's yeah, it's not like even like really like so, yeah. an erotic. It's no. not supposed to evoke, right? It's, yeah. But that's to me that is the same on the same level as bad timing, or at least not on the same level, but the same track as bad timing, okay. where like the sex exists as a way to like just to develop the plot, but it's not erotic, so therefore right. it's not. I think I, for me, I guess there it needs to, there needs to be some form of attempting to evoke the erotic side of it. Okay. Whether or not that's for and thrillers usually, I mean, it's yeah. evoking it for like a negative reason or because there's some danger to it, right? Right. Eyes wide shut. There's a danger to where yeah. he's at because yeah. he's not supposed to be there, but exactly. the sex is happening. So bad timing. I don't get that same. You don't think when he's there until right when it's happening that she's in a dangerous spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's kind of the that's kind of the point of the movie. You I, know, it's kind of like uh Barton Fink in its in like hey, here's a bunch of characters stuck in the same circumstances the entire movie and you're not really sure why and then the movie ends with no learning why basically. Sure, but the but the build up for bad timing is not there's no like erotic danger 
You know, you don't even know he's going to yeah. do that. You don't. There's nothing in the movie, at least that well, I can remember, that you really get from him. That's like, oh yeah, I'm going to actually like rape your unconscious. Yeah, body. I mean, the erotic danger is really just the death of the relationship. But that's not to like, me personally. That's not erotic yeah. danger. No, so same, I guess, same. That's where same. we will. Well, I same. Guess, well, same. I, it's not to me either. But, but that's, then that just makes bad timing not an erotic thriller. Then I guess. But it. It's a thriller. It's just not an erotic thriller. It's psychological. It's more like on the experimental side, the way it's like edited and the way it plays out with the plot being kind of non-linear and like. But see, but it's erotic. I think we're just gonna have to. It's, agree it's to erotic. Disagree. It's fine. Erotic to art. 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 God damn it! I can't say his name. Art Garfunkel's character, though, because it's his fantasy. It's it's. I think it's just, like he watch, he's watching an erotic thriller kind of yeah. in his own movie. Like it's his own. Like he's he's picturing being with Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct, and that's like the movie that. But you're he's also playing in his head. and also Harvey Keitel's character. You see him walking through this the 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 area that it happens, and he's piecing things together, and you're seeing it through his eyes as well. So did we? What we see was that was did Art Gar, Art's character really actually? do that or did we just see it through harvey keitel's um, eyes because that's what he wanted right. to see because he's saying oh that radio station doesn't start till 12 o'clock blah, blah 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 you know he's and he's seeing it through and you see those quick flashes of harvey keitel and he's like looking and he's actually almost like like there you know um it could be his fantasy too like there's all there's like different things going on um but I mean, it's just just because it's a fantasy doesn't make it. But that's some what an erotic thriller is. It's either no, no, erotic no. fantasy or an illicit affair, basically. Right, but it's in this case to me, it's just not erotic. Like, you can have fantasy without the erotic side of things. You can, you can. It would you call what? But I, it was I, not I a ro- like, romance fantasy or romantic fantasy. No, I'm not saying that either. Uh, what would it? Be, what type of fantasy would it be though? Would you call adventure fantasy like Lord of the Rings? No, and no, a, but a what romantic type of fantasy? fantasy? Does, what I'm just saying of, you can have a fantasy yeah, yeah. I think without it being either romantic or erotic. It's just a fantasy? But like what I mean, I guess fantasy? in this like, case there is some level of him like yeah, he he I just I just didn't even get the sense he was trying to like construct her into something when I watched the movie. And maybe I just like wasn't paying he, attention to the movie. I don't know. She's not she's she's promiscuous. She's she's seeing other men. They don't really have this relationship that's like a solid thing and his jealousy forms her into some forms her into something that she's not and she realizes this and it kills the relationship but he continues to see her in this sexual way um so his fantasy of her doesn't diminish but what's actually happening is diminishing and it ends in this catastrophic manner um, which is very erotic to him, uh, but it's over. I don't even know. If, well, I, I guess. I guess that's the. To answer your question, it'd probably be more of like a sexual fantasy, but not an erotic fantasy. I guess I just there's a. There's, I just don't know the difference between the erotic, erotic, erotic fantasy and a sexual. It's fantasy. the term erotic. <laughs> I think that's that's making me not make the jump because when I, when I to me the connotation of erotic is like 
passion like okay yeah s- you know like, like joy kind by of. the fire yeah. fucking on a bear rug see for like, me that's a part of it but like i can <laughs> i can see i can see like i can see like if a, fast a, having had more bear rugs it would totally be an erotic thriller more bear rugs and more fires <laughs> but i mean like more taxidermy <laughs> i mean i think that that's a part of like passion and fire and that like lust and everything too but like i can see like a carving done in the in ancient Greece that's like of a fat lady, right? And I can see the eroticism in it. I'm not a fat, uh, attracted to fat people, but or overweight people, but I, I but but I can I can I can understand the eroticism in that piece, just like I can understand the eroticism in bad timing because it's not anything that I personally find erotic, but it's it's erotic in the sense of its nature sexual and there's an obsession and there's like a burning desire for someone that it's just not going to happen it's not going to work out um and i think bad timing has all those elements but they don't it's a recipe that it's like all these ingredients in a recipe that exists in a lot of other movies that come together to be an erotic thriller cake but he's making like brownies or something. Like he's not making. He, right. he has all these ingredients, but it's not making the same cake. No, he's not. Yeah. He's not. And no. to me, I'm, yeah, that's I agree not. With that. To me, it just doesn't hit as erotic. You know what I'm saying? But I don't that, think it's that mixture. To that. We'll have to it's, just we'll have to agree, like disagree that. Like I guess I don't know. But so you, like do you think he? Do you think he's making it to be erotic? Or no, I don't. Okay, okay. that's so what I'm I, saying. I agree with you there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think. But in in doing so, he's not making an erotic thriller. He's making a psycho thriller with sexual elements. Yeah, I mean, if you were to ask him, he probably would say, "I'm making a psycho thriller mainly because the erotic thriller genre hadn't really become a genre yet at that point in 1980." I mean, fair enough. You know what I, I mean? mean? But that that. Yeah, sure. That's a but lot I think of it terminology. Fits. I picked but... it because I think it fits all the, and I wanted it to be super divisive. That's why I really wanted you guys to see Bad Timing because I knew that this movie was going to test people's <laughs> opinions and patience. It tests test your patience. It really does. He's got a way of doing that, though. For some reason, like I feel like Rogue gets off on like I'm going to test you until the very like last five minutes yeah. of this movie, and then give it all to you. And then that's like, that's uh, why I like Rogue so much. It's also no, no, kind no. of annoying. <laughs> that's why I like it. That's that's part of the reason why I only got part of the way through Don't Look Now, because I was just like, uh, you really got to pay ending, off though. two hours of buildup, yeah. you know? And right. bad timing does in, in some ways, I guess. Um, but, uh, all right. I mean, that's enough. your eroticism right there. Two hours of buildup and... <laughs> Right at the end, just a, a nice, a short uh, little moment. It's either of a nice climax or not. Of fun. It could be a yeah. what was that called? A failed climax? What's that? Uh, what's that? There's a, a term for that climax, or it's like a um, blue balling. Well, there's that, but there's like um, oh, oh where you do ruined orgasm or something. Yeah, yeah. where you do yeah. get off, but it's like no touching or something. I forget yeah. how that goes. I don't know. Fuck. What do I know? Well. <laughs> We'll just agree to disagree. Maybe some listeners agree and some don't. I don't know. I think they all think Keith is wrong. Probably. That's, that's the early. The polls are saying. The early polls. Are <laughs> saying I'll stand. I'll wrong. stand alone on my side. People will come around eventually. No, I mean, I, think, what's, what's I, I like it. I like. I like that we had this conversation because I think it says a lot about what genre means to a bunch of different people, and I think genre is really important to some people. It's really not 
like who the fuck cares about what genre the movie is and there are movies that are like a million genres you know like ghost is like seven genres it makes no sense but it, it still has a certain like feel to it you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean for me when if i was to someone said hey we we at our video store here we only classify by genre Here's bad timing. Where it's would you a terrible classify classification, it? by the way. But I'm, just, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean. I'm just but saying. that's like where genres come from, right? You know, it's like it's like from books. Like, hey, how do we organize this shit so yeah. people like can get what they want? So, if given bad timing, and I was to put it in any section, it would be either psycho thriller or erotic thriller. You know what I mean? I couldn't. But to I would me, just I would just have a section that's just thriller. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess in super super ter- super if broad terms, it was terms, a giant store. It would just be thriller. Yeah, yeah. pick the big. If it was uh, what what's that big one down? Scarecrow. Scarecrow, yeah. In uh, UW, if it was Scarecrow, I bet it, I bet you it's in the erotic thrillers. Yeah, if you're uh, for some reason where it belongs. If you're for some reason going to classify your movie library in genres, which I don't recommend ever doing, you only pick the big genres. You don't get. Using, well, at using Sierra, a at subgenre, Sierra, they have so many so, movies, and they have them labeled by decade. And you go through and you just grab the DVD case, and then they go in the back and get you yeah. the DVD. But so they, the, the DVD cases are everywhere throughout the store. You can look at them by alphabetical. You can do it. You can just search on a computer, yeah, or you can or go director. through the genres. Because a lot but of they it, have like these subgenres throughout the whole store. It's actually really yeah. Cool. The, th- the the middle section of the store is all by director. So you go yeah. by director, like Tarkovsky, and then you go and you see all of his films. But then you could also go to the, the post-apocalyptic section, which they have, and you'll see Tarkovsky's, you know, whatever in there, too. So they like, just have, like, yeah. multiple copies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. how they cover well, it's their just base. Well, the, it's just the cases, and then they you can grab the case, yeah. and then they'll put yeah. it back right away. Well, yeah. so that, that's how they cover their... That's how they get around the problem, where I say just simplify it but they said we'll just have yeah. multiple cases they have, they to cover a, it they have a good system though you know it's like yeah it, it's it's perfect for someone who likes movies right because maybe you don't know the director but you know that it's a post-apocalyptic and you go and you can find it you know yeah which is really cool but i think that this is where like genre comes from and where why people want to classify movies because it helps other people see like what kind of movie yeah. it is well i mean thriller and i i would say that this is more erotic thriller than than psych thriller because it does have a lot of the sexual stuff in there although it is a psych thriller and i think i almost think erotic thriller is a subgenre of psychological thriller yeah it could be yeah because i mean and thriller in itself is almost like a subgenre of suspense mystery really you know what i mean like but it's probably the other way around other way around too like it because it's it's i've seen videos where it's suspense mystery section and not the thriller section but you get horror yeah. in there too which is weird because well it's because there's like so many like you know, mysteries weird. yeah 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 so it's cool weird. fair enough <laughs> battle lines have been drawn bitches <laughs> <laughs> i'm so gl- i'm so glad that like it was like a crazy discussion about that though for sure, yeah, for it's sure. Interesting. It was a good it's one. I, we ended on a good spot. So, real quick, let's do a, a quick little roundtable thing here. Um, I'll kick it off because Byron should end it. I think since you chose. The, oh, for sure. Okay. He should have the climax. <laughs> God, hope it's a good one. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll start, or I'll be the 
the first. Okay, I I think uh, I think you're a basic instinct guy, because I don't think you. I I'm guessing, but I don't think you saw bad timing as an erotic thriller. I'm just <laughs> guessing. Uh, <laughs> but that doesn't um, mean I no, don't like I, it more. Yeah, I I think you like basic instinct more. I think the Sharon Stone thing. I think that heavy genre is more up your alley. Um, I think bad timing is the kind of art film that just doesn't really interest you at all. I think it's, um, yeah, I just, I don't think you would make something like that. I don't think, uh, you're into that. So I'm going with just bad instinct, full, full frontal bad instinct. Bad instinct. (laughs) Basic instinct. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Basic instinct. Uh, For me, I thought you did that on purpose. Nope. (laughs) Um, Fatal yeah, instinct. I'm going to have to do basic instinct as well. I think, I think you did in the in the end kind of understand why at least I like the movie. Basic and we instinct do, or um, bad timing. Uh, bad timing. Oh yeah, because we do share a lot of the same favorite movies and stuff. We we have very similar taste um so i think maybe you maybe liked it more than you what you thought you were going to i don't know but i think basic instinct in the long run is going to be something that you're going to rewatch way before you're going to rewatch bad timing yeah yeah it's hard to say just like i his movies actually you think are something that i would like Mm -hmm. i did not like bad timing I guess I just don't like the way he constructs it, where he just spends so much time on this build-up, which is not even really a build-up. I don't know. The Rogue doesn't evoke as many emotions right. in me. Yeah. And then he's kind of got this nice way of, of ending things, which is not, like, there is some sort of payoff. Yeah. Like, the ending of Bad Timing, I think, is a pretty solid payoff. But I think, yeah, Basic Instinct edges it out just by a little I mean they're both but also basic instincts like neo-noir crime yeah, thriller yeah. crime film like I mean that's pretty much set up for that one you yeah. know what I mean so I don't know uh, basic instinct just by a little definitely not like the greatest movie and also the ending was super predictable too right. like um, yeah but bad time was interesting just on the the construction the lid the construction of the timeline I think is really interesting mm-hmm way it plays goes back and forth and then there's kind of that climactic moment with him and Kaitel where they're kind of trying to suss out what really happened you know um i don't know i might watch bad timing again and it's I, weird like that first time you see harvey Keitel and art art Gold and they see each other and he winks art, harvey Keitel winks at him oh it's i didn't the miss weirdest that fucking thing huh and you're just like why the fuck does he wink at him that's hot like there's no there's no like (laughs) like it's like i know what you did but this is before he even really started investigating him but he like winks at him it's the weirdest thing huh interesting but i i still continue to give rogue a try and see i think you'll like walk about this is most like accessible i'll keep trying it but it's it's crazy editing insane it's good sweet so basic instinct for me uh, let's, nice. let's vote for Jacob. Hmm. You mean Naked Jakey? Yeah. Because I don't think Jacob's here any. He wasn't. He hasn't been here the whole episode. I I I think it's going to be Basic Instinct. I mean, Bad Timing is one of those movies. I think 
due to the thematic nature of the ending, is just not something you're wanting to revisit. Not that you don't like movies that have that sort of stuff in it, because like Perfume and Old Boy and deal with gnarly shit like that, but I think bad timing, like Keith said, it takes that build up, it, it takes a while. And I don't think you would want to really ever sit through two hours for that build up again, um, knowing what it is. Um, sure. Whereas Basic Instinct, I mean, it's it's fun, you know, like there's there's funny dialogue exchanges, um, there's sex, there's violence, um, there's some comedy, there's good cameos. Um, it's just kind of all around just more faster paced. Um, and I think just when it comes to like your style of like liking ghosts and stuff, I feel that basic instinct is just kind of more up your alley. Not that you don't appreciate mm. what bad timing is. It's just right. not quite your thing. Yeah. It's just a gut feeling thing for me. Really? I don't think, I don't think bad timing really... It's just... It's really bizarre. It's just a bizarre movie. I don't know. It just doesn't... I've never seen... Or as far as I understand of your movie interests... Never seen you be interested in a movie like this. Whereas Basic Instinct is like pretty accessible. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. You know? Thriller. Um, I don't have to go with Basic Instinct. Not that you don't like inaccessible movies just not this one yeah right like like not that you'd pick this one as your favorite of the two (laughs) right um well this is actually really hard because i i want to like bad timing more you know what i mean i don't really like basic instinct i mean i think it's good but it just feels really cheap to me and i think (laughs) because it's it is kind of cheap it feels like a like a B movie kind of, you know what I mean? But not, not in like a, but in like a good way, you know what I mean? Um, and the ending was, I was just kind of offended, honestly. But I still, I like, I like the craft of it. The craft is really good. Um, and uh, I like, I was really feeling the erotic thriller aspects of it. Um, bad timing. I want to like a lot, but I couldn't, I thought the editing was just too bizarre for me. Uh, but I like I like the end. I like this payoff at the end, and I I think it's it's really weird, um, like what what happens with like the the rape at the end, and it totally changes your the the whole movie. You, you know what I mean? And your whole perspective, um, and the whole thing where it's like all in his head really spoke to me because I've been through that too. Um, so I don't know. Um, I I'm just I'm just gonna be a hipster and go with uh, bad timing because <laughs> because you guys said basic instincts. Fair enough. Just be so bad, let's just do bad timing for that one. All right. Because I don't know they're like on the same level. I can't. It's hard. Like I I would like bad timing more. I think bad timing has the potential to be liked by me more if it was edited in a different way. But Basic Instinct, 
I think is like it is what it is already. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So yeah, I'll do bad timing. Cool. Interesting. All right. <laughs> This one, I actually have no idea. I have no idea how to classify it for you. I think we're going to learn something discomforting about Byron in the next five minutes. <laughs> I want to say almost for the exact same reasons that Jacob just did right at the end there, where like you liked Basic Instinct, but it's too too easy. Okay. It's too easy. Feels where cheap. Think, yeah. Yeah. Where I think bad timing is like, I think you want to like bad timing more. Because you want to be that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want to be him in the movie. That's not what I... I mean, you want to be the guy who like likes the movie that no one else likes. Oh, okay, I mean. okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. God dang it. Uh, no, I think... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my basic instinct and say basic instinct for this one. Uh, because... I, th- I think it's just fun. I think uh, I think you stuff. like bad timing, and you might you might do like a, I like bad timing more because it is actually an erotic thriller, and bring up that argument again. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it is basic instinct because I I, th- I think um, I mean you brought it you've brought it up multiple times on our pod before, but you haven't brought up bad timing. I've been trying um, to keep bad timing a secret from you guys because I didn't want you guys to like look into it before we did the episode. Right, because it spoils the it spoils su- the, whole the nice movie if the you, surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna say basic instinct, uh, just just because I th- it do- it is cheap, but maybe it's just cheap today. You know, like maybe at the time it wasn't really like that because it was a huge hit at the time. Yeah, um, hugely you know, successful it was, movie. It, this movie and Ghost were, are actually very comparable uh, in a lot of ways, and their box office takes are very similar. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm just going to go basic. I'm going to go basic. Be basic, basic biatch here. Go basic. <laughs> um, yeah, this is really tough for me because it's, it's both. You guys are like both right, really. Um, I. God damn it. Um, I have to say there's something about Basic Instinct that I just I can't rewatch that movie over and over again. Yes. I wonder why. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder I wonder what it is exactly. Is it um, some Michael Douglas ass? <laughs> I bet it's you see some nut, you, you see, see some nuts nut sack too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You definitely um, see him hang some dong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he. It is. Uh, it is definitely not flaccid when you see it. Um. Uh, if it if it is flaccid, that's impressive. That's all, that's I, all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think He's bad timing is a better um, movie. I find it more interesting. I'm going to probably rewatch it more than than Basic Instinct now, um, because I've seen Basic Instinct so much. Um, whereas Bad Timing, I've seen it twice, um, but it's one that I just really like Rogue, and he's kind of underappreciated, and um, I just find what he does very, very, very interesting, and I just can like kind of live in those spaces between his cuts. 
I kind of like live for that. You know what I mean? Like, like why did he choose that? And why did he choose to do right. this? And there is definitely for thought into into these cuts because even yeah. the way he shoots things, you know, it's like oh shit, he knew that that was, you know, her spitting out the the thing that was down her throat um, and th- them cutting their throat and all that is edited with like them having sex is you know that this was all thought out beforehand i find that so interesting and so cool i like the filmmaking behind bad timing way better so i i want to say i like like you said that bad timing is (laughs) better and like the hipster in me right like wants that but i i can't not like basic instinct it's like it hits all those marks that when i was like first starting to watch like genre movies it just oh, yeah. hits all those yeah. things the sexy ladies the, the the hardcore violence and that atmospheric feel you know with the shadows and stuff it's just like right it, the venetian blinds the venetian the, blinds yeah. it hits all that that like visual stuff that i just fucking love you know yeah. her taking her clothes off as he's like watching her in the distance and it's just all these things that's just like i just visually are cool you know, I it's all know. right. You can be a basic it's, bitch. It, yeah, I'm a basic. <laughs> bitch. You know, um, it is so, the most like genre. It's one of the more genre movies we've watched on the show. Yeah, like yeah. it's very much just a straight erotic thriller. Yeah. yeah. Um, but bad timing. I mean, it's. I really like that movie. It's really really good. Um, so, so yeah, basic instinct. But basic instinct is the the one that I. I probably won't see as much anymore because I've seen it so many times. Um, but it's still probably like my favorite of the two, maybe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So I'm the, uh, you guys are all the basic motherfuckers this week, and I'm the cool guy who like, you the, likes the- You the uh, bad boy. Yeah, I'm the bad, I'm the bad boy. Bad you guys bitch. are all the basic boys. <laughs> feels good, feels good to be on this side of, uh, for a change. Yeah, it's, nice. it's kind of su- it's kind of surprising. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't love it, but <laughs> I, feel really I like alone. It. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Keith during the genre conversation right now. I just I need someone by my side, especially talking about erotic films. You know. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, oh my god. All right. So if you have any questions. Or opinions, send an email to b2bfilmspodcast at gmail.com. We'll read out all your questions, talk about them, read your opinions. Um, if you send those in, send in those emails. Um, also, check out our Facebook page, see the random stuff we post, comment or discuss. Um, if you like the show, you know, tell other people about it. Tell some people. Say you on tell social your friends. Say on social media, hey, I listened to this episode of the podcast. Yeah. And they bickered about what erotic was or something (laughs) about defining eroticism (laughs) erotic spelled (laughs) e-r-o-t-i-q-u-e erotic a um (laughs) but seriously yeah if you know help us out a little bit that's how uh you know people that's how we grow uh just little things like that where you just mention it you know um and if you want to go even further than that, you know, give us a rate uh, wherever you listen because that that helps other random people come across us. Um, Message us on Facebook or shoot us, yeah, shoot us a mess. Well, post on the 
page, I guess. Yeah. I think they could do that, right? No, they can't. Oh, oh they yeah. Comment. Post, yeah. They can comment on the, on page, the yeah. I think they can comment. Anyway, um, if you want to go even further, then uh, Anchor has created a way where you can show support for content creators, um, send a little bit of money their way. So if that's something you want to do, um, you know, the little expenses that we have helps us out for sure. It's obviously not required, but it helps. Uh, you can also follow us on Letterbox at Jacob Fultz, Byron Gouette, G-O-U-E-T-T-E, and Hyperion Creator for me. And also check out Jacob's podcast, Cinema Therapy. Check it out. Still don't have episode two up, but it will be up <laughs> soon. I've, I have been working on it. Uh, the, the script, I'm just, I'm not, I'm still, it's, it's not ready. Um, it's not so where you I'm, want I'm it. still working on fine tuning it. It's it's just kind of a little bit too messy for for my taste. So yeah, um, but I worked on it this morning. I have a plan. It's coming out. Yeah, better to not. better to hold it back and let it all go when you're really ready. Yeah, I want to be proud of of what uh, what I shit out. You know, um, which I like. I like these episodes, but. Um, you know, I want it to be like nice and like trimmed and finely tuned and all the fat cut out. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You, you're going for a, a different type of um, podcast yeah. with that one. So exactly. Uh, next episode, we will finally be talking about Harmony Corinne, who we brought up many times on this show. Fuck yeah! Um, and we, <laughs> which uh, yeah, which guy is that? With the yawn. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we're gonna do this in the two parts two part series, which we've kind of started, which we've really been doing with directors now, is just giving them a kind of a two part thing. That way we can talk about a decent amount of their movies um, and kind of show the growth, I guess. So the first films we'll cover are his first Gummo, and then Julian Donkey Boy, um, and then the next episode will be Trash Humpers and Spring Breakers, which would be a joyous episode. Fuck. Yes, <laughs> I'm be... excited for Trash Humpers. I'm pumped. I'm really excited for Trash Humpers. Have you, seen, have you guys? Have you guys seen Gummo? Yeah, one. I saw it one I've, time a while ago. I've only ago. seen Spring Breakers. That's it. You're gonna. Oh my god! Gummo's You're gonna weird, freak dude. on Gummo. Yes, Gummo's weird. I saw it when I was like in high school, so it was a really long time ago. Have you seen Julian Donkey Gummo Boy? The one no. where he's like, it's the bunny ears yeah. or whatever. Is that Gummo? The bunny ear okay. kid. Yeah. Bunny ear kid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's good. It's a. From what I remember, it was a good movie. It's not like a Disney villain, like dude, or not. Not even the main villain. It's like a the pretty controversial villain. movie. Like the stuff that happens in that movie are all, pretty. Four of the movies. Really. Well, yeah, but in that one in particular, I remember there being a lot of like, because just the stuff that does happen is very controversial but it's a good movie uh, anyway so we're gonna watch gummo julian donkey boy and also remember that we kind of changed the episode format of the show or like the release format so these main episodes with the movies are uh, two weeks apart uh gives us time to watch the movies build the episodes it gives you time to watch the movies uh you know everyone's got busy lives um and a lot of people are watching their own stuff so then kind of fit in these movies and in between that uh we started a new segment called happy hour where we get to talk more kind of about like up-to-date film talk and news what we watch just generally stuff that doesn't fit into the regular episodes is covered there um 
So that will be coming out. So there'll still be a week weekly release. It'll just be every other week that it's different. Um, or every other week when it's the same episode. So check those out. Let us know what you think. Uh, again, btvfilmspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye, bye, bye. I feel like our ending should bye, just bye. be the Backstreet Boys. the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> every time. Yeah, yeah right. Every time. I think that would be... Thank you.